The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too is like a hurricane they're hold on let me just do it life okay. is like a hurricane okay you talked again do, do, do it life is like a hurricane they're back folks welcome back to duckburg uh we are here to commemorate a huge event over the weekend ducktails are back in a huge way and we the whole gang us duck ducktails am here yeah we are today uh, today look around you today we are all ducktails Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, a sort of DuckTales. Uh, I'm going to rename it, Justin. Okay. My Huey, my Dewey, and my Louie. Yeah. Uh, my how, about, name is... how about, can I show, can I do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. please, please go ahead. Quacking up with the McRoy brothers. Oh, that's pretty good. Du- Stop. Quacking up with the McRoy brothers, calling a Ma- uh, DuckTales f- fanzine. Uh, this is our DuckTales fanzine. My name is Justin Huey McElroy. I'm Travis uh, Webigail McElroy. I'm Griffin Gooey. <laughs> like. It's a night. This is a night record. We should mention. Um, we don't oh, typically yeah. we don't typically do these, but if it feels like the atmosphere is a little bit more loosey goosey, then that's why. Although that doesn't make sense because I just ate a bunch of cheese pizza and like a half a pint of ice cream, and so we have about t minus sixty minutes before I experienced complete butt death. So, <laughs> on Ducktales, are there any geese? Because mm. there's like ducks, right? And then there's beagles. Yeah. And robots. No, that'd be fucked up, wouldn't it? That would be like a human show with a bunch of humans, and then one human would walk in with a long, long, beautiful, sexy neck into the scene. And that would be kind of like if you're watching Law and Order SVU, and then in walks, um, you know, in, in, in walks uh, uh, a, a celebrity. Yeah. Who's a celebrity now? Couldn't nowadays? summon up any names of celebrities? Let me try. Try. Let me try. Try. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chris O'Donnell walks in, but he's got a long, 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 long neck. <laughs> it would be kind of like the one episode of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, which is a mm-hmm. half hour of Goofy staring at Pluto and just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we can all agree this is fucked up, right? Yuck. He'll just stare at silence for like three minutes sometimes, and then he'll just be like, no, but seriously, what the fuck? Yeah, it would be like an episode of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse if there was a new character introduced who was just a fucking filthy rat that would just shit, couldn't speak in the fun way that the other me speak, but just like shits right on the floor and eats like a eats like a dirty sock, and he's just like, because he's a rat and not a mouse. It's fucked up if you think about it. Um, there is a there is a Mortimer Mouse. 
uh, on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse that is just evil as fuck, and he looks like a dirty rat and everything. Nice his fucking guts. So DuckTales is back. Has anyone ever entertained the idea that the reason Goofy wears clothes and talks, and the reason Pluto doesn't, is because they're just different species of dog? Like oh, you're it's, saying it's not like some a, weird fucked up thing. I mean, just some dogs are smarter than other dogs. No, that all clocks true. Is so Ducktales is Back. here. The, can we the, talk? The, can the we talk about premiere yesterday? The series premiere is yesterday. The second episode comes out uh, sep- uh, September September twenty third. Hey, give me thanks. some time to stew. Give me some time to fucking peek and back off. Six weeks. Okay, that's fine. If you don't want to. Bring me to DuckTales Climax right away. That's fine. Just drop one episode on me for me to like just uh, like vision board out and like print out JPEGs from the episodes. Like, I, where's the merch? Where's something? Like, you can't give me one episode of DuckTales and be like, it's back. It's really not. Like, Do you, you think there are people in like, are there people in like message boards and chat rooms like Twin Peaks? that are like, what do you think is going to happen with the rest of the season? In this one scene, Glomgold was wearing red plaid. Do you think that that means that the, it's like blood and it's going to, and uh, it, and it's all connected because that guy, I think that that's his brother. Also, by the way, Twin Beaks. Hey. Hey, thank uh, you. Thank you very nothing. much. Kevin, can we ta- are we free to talk about the, I'm sorry, insane thing that happened last year that Travis willed into existence, or is that, do you think, for forbidden from being spoken about on the podcast? Because no, that's it's, public it's, knowledge now. Okay, it's last year, we were talking about how very good it would be to have du- our friend DuckTales back in the world, um, because it's a, it's a good show, and uh, the, the news about DuckTales being rebooted with like a star-studded cast, we're like, fuck yeah, we're here for it. Um, we won't have to change our password that we use uh, when people come, strangers come to pick us up at the playground. That's a bim bam deep cut. And Travis said, "Let's get Lin Manuel Miranda up in the mix, and let's get him as Gizmo Duck, full like straight up." Travis did not. Um, Travis was not plugged into the casting process to know that that was the truth. Uh, and like a day later, Lin texted us like, "Who fucking who fucking blabbed." Who's the? Where's the? We got blabbering blatherskites. It's it's hysterical. It's hysterical, by the way, that Lynn thinks we know. I mean, literally anybody else, (laughs) like anybody on earth who could have blabbed, other than him, the our our Hollywood uh, uh, patient zero, like the only person that we actually know that could do anything. And Travis was swept up in a months long grand jury investigation. Yep. And, and they, I tried. I tried to explain that I'm just a precog, and I mean, I always have been. I I was born a precog, and I've lived a precog life. And I I I tried to explain that to the judge, and <laughs> um, eventually, case was thrown out because I yeah. was able to predict the judge's murder and save their life. Whoa! Yeah, and but, so then, then but, then, like, but then, but then, but then, but then, but then, but then, but 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 but. If the judge wasn't murdered, mm-hmm. then your thing wasn't true. Minority well, Report Two. It's that, bad. This that time. was what happened um, in the appeal. Um, uh, so, oh shit! Yeah. Hey, Trav. Yeah. Um, you got any other calls? Shots to call? Maybe. Uh, how about the name of the wind series coming out? It's you got me like, real good. Yeah. Who's in it? Um, us. Oh. But not well, as who you'd think. Oh. All three of us play Elodin. 
stacked oh. on each other's shoulders in a long oh, in a big row. trench coat. Yeah, mm-hmm. they haven't done that in a while in a movie or TV show for a while. I think the last time I saw that was Cloud Atlas, and there was Tom Hanks on top of two uncredited actors. And two he, uncredited Tom Hanks. He just said, "I want I want to be tall in this one. If I'm going to be in this one, I want to be real, real tall." So he had two uncredited actors uh, carrying his weight. There's an amazing cast in this new reboot of DuckTales. There's David Tennant, Scrooge McDuck, Danny Pudi as Huey, Ben Schwartz as Dewey, Bobby Moynihan as Louie, Kate McCucci as Webigail. It's it's amazing. It's a it's a huge cast. Beck Ben is launched by McQuack. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. Star-studded cast. Who's playing Donald Duck? Well. Tony Anselmo. Now, I know what you're thinking. I don't know the name Tony Anselmo. Well, you wouldn't, except for this one thing. Tony Anselmo is the reigning Donald Duck. Yeah. And that is the one part where they're like, well, no, you gotta go to Tony. You got to get Tony because Tony has been Donald Duck since 1980 fucking six. Every time you've heard Donald Duck on the original DuckTales, yeah, that's Tony Anselmo. Like... Tony Anselmo is only Donald Duck. Check his IMDb. It's Buck Wild. Only Donald Duck and always Donald Duck. But to You've be got fair, to go Justin, Tony Anselmo. You can do like a star-studded cast and like we're going to take, you know, Huey in a different direction and we're going to make Launchpad sound slightly different. But you couldn't have like Donald Duck as played by Michael Fassbender just like walking yeah. around like, hello, nephews. Come come with me now. Oh, uncle. Yes. We must fight Glomgold. You could have gotten you could have gotten me though. Oh what a fuck! I tried to almost watch that 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 Lovecraft deep tongue. Yeah, no kidding. Thank you to Tony. Thank you to Ducktales. Can we do the show advice? Yeah, uh, would love to get Tony on the show. By the way, uh, so Tony, for listening, uh, get at us. Let's do this. Let's stop dancing around it. There's probably somebody who listens to our show. With, like, a full-blown conspiracy theory that we must just do all sorts of native advertising on our show. Like, there's no way that they just talk about these things for 12 Who minutes and no one pays them to. for 12 minutes? There's no way. What human being would do a show where they just said shit about DuckTales for 12 minutes without being paid to do it? We would. We did. We did. We it. did. Here's our first question. I need your help. For about a year now, once a month, someone in my building leaves a banana peel on or around my doorway. At first, I regarded this with bland bemusement, but then they started deliberately hiding them under my drawing umbrella or under the doormat, which is a bit sinister. Today, I was horrified to find one hanging on my door handle. I had to touch their gross banana mess with my real human fingers. Any advice on how to get this to stop or failing that advice on how to ferret out the culprit would be appreciated. And that's from Kip. Um, is it possible that this is the symbol that lets God's angels of vengeance know to pass over your house? Mm. Saving saving you on this. They're trying to uh, save this, you, Kip. Trying to save you on this high holy day. Or maybe, it, maybe it's possible. Is it possible that in a similar vein, this is some sort of like local secret, like secret society, and they really want you to join and they don't understand? They keep leaving their calling card to let you know that they're calling you up, and yet you keep not showing up to their monthly meetings of the Nanner team. Of that the is their name. It's, it's not very scary, <laughs> but they do a lot of good. 
They you do know? good. They're very much like Shriners in that way. Um, so secretive, just like Shriners. What's even going they, on in those tiny cars? They run everything the Nanner team does, and I'm glad we can finally discuss them openly in the podcast. Well, Damn, I mean, we'll have to shut the show down after this. I mean, we can't uh, invoke the Nanner team name and then just continue making jokes like silly boys. Maybe Banana Man lives in your building, and he comes mm-hmm. so drunk, he's like, I'm going to take a shit right here. And then he does uh, it right It's his shit. <laughs> it's his shit, and he always shits oh. right there on your door. Hold on. Okay, okay, so you mean Banana Man, the cartoon within Danger Mouse, if I remember correctly. Correct. And in your mind, canonically, he shits banana peels? He doesn't even well, shit whole bananas. That's what's fucked up to me, is he shits out the used husk of a bana- of a banana. Well, I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to play this game with you, but he only eats bananas. So, what do you want him to shit? You he know? eats them whole, like Griffin. So uh, we d- please don't invoke that that curse back upon my brand. Um. So we got so far a list of sus. Let's get. Let's. This is going to okay. be helpful. Let's mm-hmm. do a list of suspects. We've got somebody from Nanner Team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got somebody protecting you from God's angel of righteous vengeance. Um, we have ban- we do have Banana Man. I'm going to go ahead and put Donkey Kong on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Doing either cruising cruising by, and he either finishes his snack because he's very he's a very deliberate young ape, and he finishes his banana snack on his way to his apartment. Uh, do, do you even know your fucking neighbors? Do you even know that you live next door to fucking Donkey Kong? Okay, whatever. And he just always finishes the banana there, and that's where he drops it. Alternatively, there's a Mario Kart race that goes on by, and so they just it toss might- it there trying to trip up Toad or Yoshi or whoever. Griffin, if you lived in the same apartment building as Donkey Kong, you would know because every time you tried to walk up the stairs, you'd have to jump over those barrels. That is a good point. Video game. Justin, you have a video game joke? Uh, I don't, actually. Isn't that weird? Yeah, Wow. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Um, so Donkey Kong is definitely on the list. Uh it could just be a mean child. There's a lot of those. A mean mm-hmm. but here's the thing, Griffin. A mean but deliberate child. Like I would understand if the banana pail just showed up like on your doormat. But under your doormat, like this might be someone in the building who now thinks it's a funny inside joke they have with you, except they forgot to let you inside. Uh, Kip, I have a question. Have you ever seen Memento? It's Follow a great movie. Question. It's good. It's, it's really, really good. good. So I watched Children it. of Men yesterday. That's another good movie. Travis, have you seen a good movie lately? <laughs> um, let's see. What have I watched? Wait, I'm wait. saying oh, Kip's oh, eating oh, the bananas. I liked Moon. Moon is uh, underappreciated. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. I'm saying Kip's eating the bananas is what I'm saying. And forgets Kip, about it. Kip is eating the banana and it's a vi- and it's not like, Okay. This is going to sound wild until I put it to you like this. Tell me the exact moment that you last ate a banana. Me? Exactly. Thank you. I'm asking both of you. Tell me the exact last moment that you ate a banana. On purpose I mean, or accidentally? Both. It was, it, was that fateful, it was that fateful viral video. Okay, well, Griffin had a viral hit the last time he ate a banana, so he probably I have count. I have lots I, of evidence. I will admit, since having a baby, I mindlessly eat bananas sometimes, because, like, we'll give her half a banana, and while I just stand there and stare at her, mush it into her face like a monster, I will realize I'm eating the other half, almost, like, simpatico, like, I can't help it. Like, we must both destroy bananas in this moment. Okay. okay. This is what I'm saying, Kip. You need to look, take a long look in that deep, dark, truthful mirror and say, hey, did, did I eat the banana? 
<laughs> Am I doing this to myself? Is this a kip joint that I Am I, I the Nanner monster? Am I the Nanner monster? It's possible. The, those Am, are I, the all very Am I the founder of Nanner team? <gasps> <laughs> um, get a fucking Nest cam or something and get to the bottom of this because I'm not yeah. going to be able to sleep tonight. Thank you, Kip. How about a Yahoo? Yeah, absolutely. Man, I got some fucking wild ones, y'all. Um, I'm going to read this one. I don't know if it'll be a good conversation point, but I was so intrigued by it. And it was sent in by Chris uh, Haug. Thank you, Chris. It's Yahoo Answers user Mike Will. And this is a Yahoo Answers now, so time is of the essence. Mike Will asks, in singles and dating, how I got the blank ATM card that changed my life. (laughs) There's not a question mark on this. I guess they're a little bit more loosey-goosey with punctuation in Yahoo Answers now. Um, It's a period at the end of this one. And if you're waiting for more, you're going to be disappointed because there isn't any more. This seems like a, maybe a prompt for a sh- like a short story and a creative mm-hmm. writing class. But how I got the blank ATM card that changed my life? Um, I think I would posit that what this headline is trying to make us think is like an ATM card that is like somehow fully loaded but without any restrictions. But in fact, wouldn't a blank ATM card just be... It wouldn't work. Yeah, it would just be a work, like rectangle yeah. of plastic, right? You get on Amazon and you'd say like, "I'm going to buy myself a nice foot bath," and then they say, "What's the Mike Will whichever? I need the information on the card, please, to complete the transaction." It's me, Jeff Bezos. I think I'm the Amazon guy, and you can't provide the information because it doesn't exist as a blank ATM card. Mm-hmm. It did change his life, though. That would be a fucking power move, though. If you walked into a store and they're like, that'll be 5630, and you just handed them a rectangle of blank plastic and just, like, stared at them as they tried to, like, insert it into the chip machine or swipe it, and you just kept looking, and they're like, it's not working. Just, like, nod at them. <laughs> like, never address anything until they're like, just leave. Please just and take then your who, stuff and get and out. And then who's that? It's your husband. That's how I met my husband. My blank ATM card changed my fucking life. Changed everything. Um, let's do a different one because this is dumb All right. (laughs) Um, this one was sent in by uh, six different people but Madeline Diaz was the first one to send it in thank you Madeline it's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user so it's also Mike Will says my cat saw me throw away a mouse my cat brought me a mouse and it saw me pick it up and throw it outside will my cat know that I trashed it okay wait is is the concern of this question like my cat knows that there's a mouse in the garbage or is the concern of this question my cat gave it to me and like as a present and saw me throw it away this cat that's is what not i think going of that, to be and the cat was hurt kitties are so funny cuz they're always bringing you little gifts and you never really want the gifts <sighs> i just love these i just love these little guys Cats are like pers- cats are like the extended family that found out like you were into something because they saw you have it like once, and then like mm. you're always getting minions toys. <laughs> your cat, your cat saw you eat one mouse and right? was like, "Oh, I got you. <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too." Oh man! Oh, show. I had a mouse. Then he took the mouse away from me. He must want mice. He, I got. Yeah, this. he must love them. Yeah, yeah. The question asker says they threw it in the trash, and then later in the question that say they threw it outside. I do not know the cat on earth that if you were like, anyways, I'm just going to chuck this mouse outside, that cat would not be like, all dunk, free mouse. Like, there's yeah. no way that cat's not going to make a run for it. 
Um, J- user J O E says, "Oh, Joe." Oops. <laughs> says <laughs> he's been inside too long. Pull him out. Says Kitty. Kitty says, "I will never understand humans. They throw out good food. Such a waste." I don't think Kitty. I love these little guys. Like I said, they're always up to fun and games that like I don't really understand. But I don't think they necessarily understand value or like would make any sort of evaluations of my human like motivations. If your cat thought it was weird when you threw the mouse in the trash, how would your cat react if you just methodically started skinning the mouse and then (laughs) rubbing it in butter and garlic and then sauteing the mouse and then sitting down and getting your uh, deboning knife and deboning the mouse and then sitting down and just enjoying the mouse. <laughs> would that be more strange for your cat to process? It seems like that would be also very troubling for the cat. I, I always find it funny when people talk about like, oh, it must be so weird. Like my cat watches me clean his litter box. Like what does it think I do? Your cat doesn't care. Your cat doesn't think about you in that way. Your cat doesn't give two shit. And this isn't a cat versus dog thing because my dog also doesn't think about the things I do three seconds after I'm done doing Love them. these pets. Is it? Can we stop the podcast for like a minute so I can go find my kitty and give him a big kiss on his head? But do you right guys remember when ears? I had the lizards? You had lizards? You don't remember that brief period where I had the aquarium up in my attic room with the two like red lizards in there? You don't remember I that? Don't, I don't remember you had lizards. Somebody gave me a box happening. with some lizards in them when I was in elementary school and middle school. I didn't have them very long. I wasn't very responsible. Um, they were already pretty old when they were given to me, folks. Don't worry at home. Um, but I remember thinking, this may be the best tra- like the best trade-off of pet-to-owner interaction level of like even better than fish, the low level I must commit to enjoy these lizards being in this glass box. I gotta know more about this person that gave you a box and say, here's two very old lizards. Will you help them die, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> Will you help these old lizards find their way to Jesus? <laughs> I wish I could remember more salient details about this lizard exchange, but honest to God, the only thing I can remember is coming home one day from like some kind of practice and mom and dad being like, hey, sorry, your lizards are dead. And I walked into my room where they were in the aquarium and I poked them and they started running around and I looked at mom and dad and they were like, I swear they were dead like 10 minutes ago. Um, Welcome to, thank you for calling Travis McElroy's uh, lizard hospice. Uh, we do have where we try to provide the most calming sort of spiritual experience for your lizards to uh, feel free to let go. That's the main thing we try to achieve here. If you guys are going to have a bird pet. Yeah. What kind of bird pet would you have? Big Ooh. bird, little bird. Which way would you go? Justin says, no way. No way. Birds fuck me up, man. Not I even like a know. hawk, Justin, maybe no, a falcon. Bird. Birds are the mice of the sky. No way on earth would I ever have That's a bird pet. beautiful. Not, what if it, okay, what if I, it got out and I had to move? Because no way, no way am I yeah, yeah. Oh, so you no mean way. got out within your home? Got out in the, in the house and it'd be like, hi, Century 21. It did happen again. Uh, <laughs> Is this house. Jake with State Farm? I need to move. I know State Farm doesn't sell houses, but I didn't know who else to call. I'm so scared. Hi, is this J-A-K-E with State Farm? Oh, wait, sorry, it's Jake. Is this Jake with State Farm? Go eat ass. I would want to do a heavenly dove. Mm. I want a hawk. 
I've I've just always pictured myself something of a 15th that's century so much lord. Work. I know that's how you envision yourself. I want a beautiful dove, one that's completely quiet all the time, though. I just I like have... to have my own wings. Does that count? Can I put my wings on my kitty? That's the best of oh. both pets. Oh man, if Buttercup could fly. Oh, that'd be amazing. If I have this flying is dog, not a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's 9 o'clock p.m. on a Sunday night. What do you want from us? Family Guy's on, and I know I'm missing it. <laughs> Jesus. How about the question? That's what I want from what you. What do you guys think, Studi... Studi... <laughs> Studi Griffin. What do you guys think Studi Griffiths is doing right now? I bet he's... Probably his messing with his dog, his dog friend, Brigham, and have a good old time. I, I bet whatever he's doing, it is not, like, congruous with what his age would suggest yeah <laughs> love that i'm gonna read this fucking question if you don't i was driving home from work yesterday and i stopped late one a- night <laughs> with my lap i did see quite a fright i don't know the words that's it I was trying- <laughs> nothing more topical than a monster mash reference in that's august not even the way that's not even the way the song starts you just i was driving <laughs> home from work late one night my boss is a real jerk and kept me late what a dick anyway mash um i had to quit <laughs> i had to quit my job i hate my job hey if all Griffin needs is two words to start his his his, his Yankovic, two words up, and a gerund. <laughs> he needs two words and a gerund to start the Yankovic uh, uh, proclamation. I'm not sure that I want to. Okay, I was driving home from work yesterday, and I stopped behind a van at a red light. The van had a rear-facing seat occupied by two teens. We made eye contact. That's your first mistake. I spent the rest of the red light looking at the floor. How should I handle this situation if I get stuck behind them in traffic again? And that's from, oh, God, please stop looking at me in Orlando. Man, (laughs) holy shit. So, like, we had a station wagon growing up that had rear-facing seats, and there were, you know, a grip of us. And so, like, almost always one of us would be back there having to, um, you know, have have eye contact with uh, people behind us. So, like, first of all, think about the fact that this is the only time this happened to you all night, and... To them, it was it was Tuesday. Like this was this is their this is their fucking life, and so like I when cannot you made imagine eye contact with M. Bison. It was the worst day of your life. Like it's it's this is this is. But first of all, is this how is this fucking allowed? Like since having a child and having to put like a car safety seat in a car, I feel like I'm way more aware of like automotive safety standards. How is it cool for folks to just be like, we're gonna face the opposite way as everybody in the car? Are we good? I don't think you're good back there a little bit, maybe. Not just from a safety standard though, Griffin, it also sends a signal to whoever's in those seats like, and you're not a part of the rest of the car. Enjoy, looking out the back, we'll be up here talking. It does preclude the need for a baby on board sticker, because it's like, look, they're right there. there's babies. Make your way, make whatever driving decisions you want. But you, as you can see, I have my teens in the car. Please try to be responsible. Drive like your teens are in my car. I think the best thing you <laughs> trying to the run best, me off the road like Liam Neeson. <laughs> I think the best thing you could have done is reached down and retrieved your fidget spinner and then spun it up <laughs> real good for them to show them that like you mean them no harm and you're you know you're safe and with it. Roll down some windows and blast 
LMFAO? Is that still a thing? Absolutely, it's still a thing, Travis. I'm so glad you've said that. We knew this was going to happen, but we made an episode of our TV show, uh, our our short-lived television program, which has a new home, by the way, vrv.co forward slash mbmbam. Go watch the whole thing for free. We'll talk more about it at the end. But uh, we made an episode about it, and we knew this would happen, but... It's about teens and connecting with teens, and we focused heavily on dabbing and fidgets uh, and uh, water bottle flips. We and missed fidget spinners ab- by like a day. Yeah, and the absence of fidget spinners from that episode has just hopeless. Like it instadated it. It like uh, is already hopelessly out of date because fidget spinners were not present in the episode. It's like uh, by the time it came to air, it was already hopelessly free of fidget spinners. I wish there was a thing you could do in the car that di- didn't involve paying attention to anything outside of the car that was like even remotely safe or acceptable. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, if there was like a little like a partition, right? But at the front, yeah, <laughs> like, a partition okay. that popped up on the hood that prevented, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? But then it's unsafe, and you can't see when the light changes. Anytime I am stop at a stoplight next to somebody else. Um, especially if they have like a flashy car or like a loud car or they look young, I'm always really afraid of sending any signals to them. This is true. And it's going to sound like a joke, but I'm just going to say it anyway. I'm always afraid of s- sending any signals to them that I want to race them. I'm uh-huh. worried. I'm always worried. <laughs> I'm always worried that I want to do the wrong thing. And they're going to think that I'm trying to race them or I'm saying that my Honda pilot is faster than their car in any way. And I'm just always really paranoid about making it clear that I don't want to race them. I feel like have you ever, have you, has your foot ever slipped and you've accidentally like tapped the accelerator while you're yes, still exactly. holding it and you're like, yes. oh, oh God. No, 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 no. And I have to take my hands off the wheel and be like, no, 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 no racing. <laughs> no racing, please. I feel, I feel like I used to get that in Huntington when like, you know, fucking high school, especially driving home from high school, the high school that um travis and i and justin for i guess three of the years attended was like up on this big hill and you had to like get out on the highway and drive up to it and so like everybody just fucking drove i feel like driving home from that especially like every other day some motherfucker in like a big ford truck would like try to race us and i didn't know how to tell them like no I don't, but then they still race you, and I, I even though I didn't want to participate, I still take the psychic damage from knowing I lost. It's a lose lose situation. Do you do you ever when you're driving like just designate in your mind, especially when you're on a long car trip, like that car and I are somehow cosmically connected now, where Ooh. like you just see like another like you and red car are just like kind of maintaining the same speed and going the same direction for a hundred miles on a road trip. Like you and you know, some, you know, beetle just like keep passing each other for like eight hours. And it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, nice. And then you stop at a Denny's and then you leave the Denny's and like an hour later you see him again. It's like, Oh, you stopped too. Yes. I saw nice. it today when I was driving back from Huntington, two motorcyclists, motorcyclers, cyclerinos, and they were gearheads. Gearhead, two gearheads, and they were on bikes like one car ahead of me, and like together for easily twenty five miles. And then suddenly, at an intersection, one of them turned, and the other one kept going for a oh. long time. And they I got had a divorce like, just there on the right. Suddenly, a, 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 I was incapable of accepting that they had not been together that whole time. Like that, they were just two independent gearheads. That are just like, let's ride together for a while. And like, 
I was truly blown away and touched by that moment of like, I don't know you and you don't know me, but we're gearheads for life now. Let's go. I can't wait till self-driving cars like fix all this because I will not have to even look up from my Mad Magazine that I'm just sitting in the <laughs> cockpit of my fucking GoPod that Elon <laughs> just made for me. It's a custom Elon original GoPod. And just like you're in your GoPod facing backwards like an asshole, you know, fidget spinning two or three spinners at the same time, like showing off that. And I'm just like, nice try. And meanwhile, I'm trying to solve all the puzzles and mm-hmm. all the Mad all Magazine the, puzzles. Jokes in the Mad do, Magazines. Do the mm-hmm. Trying to fold thing. that back page. Do the so. fold one, yeah. yeah. Love that. All right, we've lost the plot. Let's go to the money zone. This week, I want to tell you about an old friend. Oh, hey, old friend. Come on in. Sit on down. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a while since we talked over it. What's that? You brought snacks? Your nature box? Well, that was a weird intro to this ad. But Nature Box is sponsoring us this week. They have over 100 snacks, and they taste good and are actually better for you. All snacks when are made for Everybody, well, when, if you listen back to that part, if you're re-listening, um, when you get to that section, I want you to imagine Travis like hanging by a noose and Griffin and me just staring out, up at him like, nope. Let him dangle. We are absolutely not going to jump into this weird intro trap that he has laid for himself. Absolutely not. That's, I'm not worried. Here. I'm like fucking looping. I'm going to get out of whatever trap you laid for me. I'm a bit of a, a joke wizard like that. No bad joke can hold me. All snacks are made from high quality, simple ingredients, which means no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. So you can feel good about what you're eating. Um, I, I myself, I love a nice salty snack. Love the Asiago cheese crisps. Um, I like the like sesame sticks, that kind of thing. I'm way deep into that. But they also have like I like whole, a big island pineapple. It's a, it's a big pineapple ring that's all dried out, and I can look through it and pretend that it's like a little portal to another world. Mm-hmm. Justin, what do you like? The chewing gum that they have. Have you guys tried that yet? Is that real? No, but I was trying to get it going. If they wanted to have some Nature Box chewing gum, I bet they would. It would be great, and it would have lots of real fr- fruit flavor. And I would love that sort of natural approach. Yeah, I love their hypothetical gum too. That's my favorite. <laughs> Trav, what is your other stuff they don't have, but that they would crush? <laughs> I really like their Nature Box donuts that are just filled with vegetables, but it doesn't taste like it. I got my home insurance through Nature Box, and Whoa. there's no artificial sweeteners in there. But then my kitchen exploded, and they got me. Mm-hmm. They didn't build. They didn't give me money. They just sent me a bunch of snacks, and I was like, "Nature Box, this is actually bad insurance. I need a kitchen. <laughs> I need a new home. Nature Box. This uh, would all. This would all happen in the hypothetical. World. And right now, you'll say this is the world more. that I see. This is the world I see when I peer through my pineapple <laughs> rings. <laughs> Nature Box is offering my brother, my brother, and me fans three free snacks and the first month of your membership free with your first order when you go to naturebox.com/slash/mybrother. That's naturebox.com slash my brother for three free snacks with your first order. Naturebox.com slash my brother. Come chow down step. on these delicious preservative free stargates. <laughs> Everybody step back. I'm about to talk about me undies. You want to look good in your underwear and be comfortable? The balance is hard to find. In fact, it's razor thin. It's shaped like a me undies logo because they're the only underwear that are both. August is National Underwear Month, and to celebrate, MeUndies is making it easier than ever 
to try the world's most comfortable underwear by giving you a risk-free guarantee. All National Underwear Month long, which is the only thing we're allowed to call it now. No more August. August is dead. If you don't love your MeUndies, they're free. MeUndies are made from Lensing Micromodal, a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fat fabric that's proven to be three times softer than cotton. Listen, there's other stuff we could talk about with, with MeUndies, but just please just try them and tell me that you don't think that it is life-changing comfort and pleasure there, down there, because you will not regret it. You're not going to need to... I don't care about this guarantee they have. It's a lie. You know why? Because you're never going to do that in a million years. They're it's fantastic. It's going to feel so good. Now get those, get those lounge pants. Those lounge pants are dope as fuck. Get 20% off your first pair, plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash brother. That's MeUndies.com slash brother. Go. Get yourself some good underwear. That goes to that promo goes to uh, August thirty first or National Underwear Month the thirty first. That's meundies.com slash my brother. Hey, I want to tell you about um, Drunks and Dragons. It's a podcast on iTunes. It's uh, you can go to Geekly G E E K L Y Inc I N C dot com to find out more about this podcast. It's an actual play, fifth edition D and D campaign. That is filled with unlikely but lovable heroes. With an expansive uh, back catalog, Drunks and Dragons follows a group of friends as they try to save the world without destroying it in the process. Even though there's a large backlog, you can jump in any time. And we even have an abridged version to help listeners get caught up quick. Um, Adventure Zone, the first campaign is ending this week. You're looking for something else? Another another vine to swing to that has all that that fifth edition uh, actual play content that you crave? SolidGeeklyInc.com for the Drunks and Dragons podcast. I got a message for Nick, and it's from Aaron, and it says, Hey, buddy. Thank- I don't know why hey, I made buddy. that sound so, so sardonic. I'm sorry. Let me What's up, again. you piece of shit? <laughs> hey, dookie lord. Thanks for being the best <laughs> paleontologist, dungeon master, and boyfriend ever. The brothers and I say, great job, Nick. Keep up the good work, CRJ. Oh, so just a nice... Carly Rae Jepsen nod in there to That's let Carly good. know that she's doing a good job. I, I like love that. that. Yeah, I would like it. Actually, I would prefer it if all our messages from now on would be like, hey, Susan, congratulations on graduating. You're the best friend that uh, I could ever ask for. Think I'll never forget that day we spent in the the big hot air balloon ride. And the Carly, the album was great. Can't wait for the new one to drop. Um, Cuts the feeling is the fucking jam of the summer, and we're all so grateful for it. And if it is a taste of things to come in your, your uh, next LP, uh, I just I couldn't be more excited. Please keep following this exciting direction for uh, music that is completely redefining the face of pop. And also, whoever you were at the beginning, again, congratulations on graduating. But really, mostly, Carly, thank you for changing me. Um, you are the just the, the, the queen of jumbotrons. Hey, Max Fun fans. It's me, Jesse, the owner of Maximum Fun. I've got a question for you. Will you help us make our shows better? We wanted to find a way to find out what the Max Fun community thinks about our shows. So we started something called the Max Fun Listener Panel. Basically, you subscribe to a podcast feed, and twice a month or so, roughly speaking, we'll send you an episode of a show and instructions on how to fill out a quick survey about what you think about that show. Ten questions nothing too crazy. You'll be hearing existing shows that we're thinking about making changes to, secret pilots of shows that we're developing that you'll only hear this way, Uh, shows we're considering adding to the network, and what you think about them really matters to us. 
So to join the panel, it's easy. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. That's MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. Thanks for helping make Max Fun better. Um, I have a Yahoo here, and this one is from Seth Carlson. Um, what do you okay. all think about the deliver the delivery man? Because he's de- he's delivering. delivering. I like that because then, like one in every thousand times, he does deliver it to the wrong address, which I think is still a pretty good hit rate. All things yeah, considered, sure. for sure. Hey, everybody, this is Radio Lab. We got a Yahoo. I don't get it. Anyway, <laughs> I, don't get it, thank but you. I legally have to read it. <laughs> thank you, Seth. It's Yahoo Answers user. Eat baby seals. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. It says, what's your trademark? 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 No. What's your trademark? I thought about this and it was like, in high school, there's a kid who did tricks. He did magic tricks at the table during lunch. He would always come around and he would do magic tricks. And he was also he was very wealthy, also. And so he well, had a yes. couple. He had a couple trademarks. Um, I thought it might be fun to just like, oh, that's Griffin. He's always got a mint. He's always got a mint, and he's handing them out if you need them. One time at church camp, different year than the Andy Mack year, I always had sunglasses on. Oh, I and love it was this. that could have been like my thing. I I this is gonna sound like I'm making this up after talking about Andy Mac, but um I wanted people to call me shades, but I had a, a youth pastor who was like, You can't that'll just happen if it happens. Andy Mac, I could sneak in <laughs> was a little it bit. Jim? More, Jim Moosey? No, it's a different a different okay. it, was, it was out of state. What's your trademark? <laughs> His though? youth pastor in Canada. You wouldn't know him. That's Griffin. He's always got sunglasses on, he always has a mint. And so if you're at a party and you have this if you have the hot breath. Just look for the guy with sunglasses because that's his trademark and ask him for a mint because that's his second trademark. I love that. I would like to be, I'd like to be Travis, the guy who always knows where the food trucks have stopped. I well, don't know how often that would come up, but that's like gonna be, and it's it going to be did. too difficult. It's going to be tough for you to track that. It's an mm-hmm. unrealistic trademark. Mm-hmm. I can always have mints. I can make sure I've always got mints. I eat a lot of Tic Tacs mm. in my car, but they're not the mint flavor. I almost always have like either orange or the assorted fruit flavored Tic Tacs. And I always have them in one of my cup holders so I can have myself a little snack when I have to go and run a chore. That's kind of a trademark, but then nobody gets to experience those with me because I nobody ever gets in my car except for a baby. And he can't have Tic Tacs. He just swallow them. What's your trademark, Justin and Travis? I had what? wanted for a long time for it to be yo-yo. I wanted mm-hmm. to be sort of yo-yo jay um the guy who was so good at yo-yo tricks and it just here's the thing about a a worthwhile trademark like a wor- a worthwhile trademark is it really does take you got to put the work in you have to put the effort into getting cuz another trademark you could have is the is Justin McElroy the guy that always publicly fucks up yo-yo tricks and yeah. that would be a less desirable trademark, but it would be an effective and I would say pervasive one that would be pretty, pretty pernicious. It would be, it would be tough to shake that one. My, t- my personal trademark, and I've only just begun implementing this, is Travis McRoy, the guy who's a time traveler from the future stuck in the past trying to get home. Yeah. Um, because what's great about it is, unlike Justin's yo-yo fantasies, it actually takes very little work because I sure. can say anything about the future with very little research 
and no one's going to be like, that's not what it's like in the future. And it also makes me interesting because people really want to know about the future. Um, and, and here's the other thing, and I know what you're thinking, but Travis, people already know you. Yes, of course. That's why my mythos is my consciousness traveled back from the future and inhabited my current present day body. And I can't figure out how to get my conscious, my Travis McRoy consciousness back to the year 2087, uh, the day I was dying. Sounds like a lot of work, that trademark. I I could just have a couple of tens of Altoids on me at all time, and that's a trademark. But yours requires you to pretend to know things from 2087. <laughs> but Griffin, uh, how far how far are your Altoids going to take you? It's like, oh, can I have an Altoid? You can. End of interesting exchange. But if I talk about like, well, then I show them my other trademarks. I put on my side. Well, I don't put on the sunglasses. I've had them on the entire party. You're starting to sound like a trademark troll, where you just get really broad trademarks. Oh, let me keep going. Okay. I then ask them if they have any weed. That's my other trademark. (laughs) (laughs) The problem with having a a and then I jump really high. It's another trademark of mine is how high I can jump, and people love Uh, it. One one issue with having a let's say contextually popular podcast is that a lot. It's it's so hard to try to establish a trademark for yourself in high school when, when I was really thinking about trademarks a lot, and now sometimes parts of my life just become trademarks and I don't necessarily need or want or desire. Like you talk about beans and then on Twitter, er, you to everybody on Twitter, you become bean boy. And really that's my life. I'm living. I'm, Mm. I'm living the bean life like day to day. And it's not necessarily something that I want to define Sure. Person, I don't need an additional trademark on those lines. Please join me in my banana vor corner. And we can hang out here and have a little party together. I just didn't mean for that to be my brand. I guess is what. Well, I'm we don't get to about. make this call, my boy. You talk about beans or sexual swallowing, or you eat a banana funny once, and it goes viral. And then they, that's who you are to folks. But I've got fucking layers, man. I've always got fucking mints on me. But nobody calls me the mint man. Nobody ever asks me for a mint. They always want to talk to me <laughs> about bananas or vor. They- they they edited out the part of the banana video where right after Griffin's like, uh, anybody got a mint? Just kidding. I always have them. I always have them. them. I could be Travis McRoy, the guy who zones out during recording the podcast because <laughs> he's scrolling through Facebook and gets distracted by pictures of Chris Evans. What do you think? I am a cashier at a farmer's market in Michigan. We sell a huge variety of stuff, including fresh shrimp. Today, a toddler walked by our shrimp cooler and started. <laughs> you have to read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. That's the problem with reading a few words ahead is that sometimes I can mess myself up while I'm trying to read it good. We <laughs> we sell a huge variety of stuff, including fresh shrimp. Today, a toddler walked by our shrimp cooler and started chanting, Shrimp, heaven, now! <laughs> Emphasis on the now, eventually leading his mother to say, please, (laughs) please, Daniel, we can't keep doing this. (laughs) (laughs) What is shrimp heaven? Why does Daniel need it now? What are my responsibilities in this situation, if any? I'm confused and delighted by this slow canoeing child. 
<laughs> but I fear something darker may lay under the surface. That's from sh- Shrimp Jesus Will Return. <laughs> All right, let's take, a, let's take a heaven now. Let's all take a minute and collect ourselves <laughs> and appreciate how good this child is and how good this situation is. All right. There's just no reality in which, like, that talk about trademarking. This kid went for a narrow line on yeah. it, but I do celebrate it. That That is a great trademark. Shrimp heaven now. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. I like the idea of like, he's trying to say like, let me get, let me get all up in shrimp heaven right now. That's what it's got to be, right? This is not a religious child. I, I have to imagine. Here's the thing. What I would like to believe is that this kid is just crazy for shrimp. Just yeah. loves <laughs> those prawny bastards. Wild for this stuff. And so much so that it has led his parents to say things like, please, Daniel, we can't keep doing this. Because this child shrimp hunger is driving them out of house and home. It's an expensive protein. It's an expensive yes. protein. It's a lot of work to prepare one. So Fresh shrimp? Not pre-cooked? Not boiled yeah. shrimp? Just fresh shrimp. And it's all Daniel. And they wants. got those dookie veins in them still, and that takes oh. a while to get those oh, but out Daniel, of there. No, Daniel loves it all. Don't it, they? They go to remove the the mud vein, and Daniel's like, ah, 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 ah. Uh, God, God doesn't make any mistakes. <laughs> That's part of the shrimp, mon frere. Why don't you leave that in there for Daniel? Let Daniel handle that for you. Um, shrimp heaven now. Do you think this kid burned down a red lobster? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Or did something in a red lobster that required it to be burned down? And now he has to facilitate the shepherding of these shrimp souls to heaven That's to free himself too. from his own burden. Wants to get the shrimp up to heaven by mm-hmm. eating them. How, if you saw that exchange, how do you not just leave your job? How do you not just stand up, walk out, and follow these people and be like, listen, I have to get to the end of this story. I have to hear the rest of Shrimp Heaven now. What is Daniel I've, doing? I've, I've made six episodes of a television show. Um, now on uh, uh, VRV.co, go check it out. Um, I've made six episodes of television show, and I don't think I'm like, uh, you know, especially tuned in to what Hollywood wants or needs, but I'm pretty sure I could make a television show about your child, about shrimp, and the name of the show would be called Shrimp Heaven Now, and I guess it'd be a, <laughs> a shrimp review television. We'll figure that out later, but we Just got put, the title. Co- we got get the Kristen Bell in there, and that plus Shrimp Heaven Now equals Emmy success. All the Emmys and some Golden Globes to boot. We haven't had a My Brother, My Brother, Me t-shirt available on uh, uh, Topodico for quite a while. And I feel like maybe this is the one. I feel like this is a new era for this show. And I feel like a t-shirt that just says Shrimp Heaven now would uh, be extremely, extremely powerful. Do you remember those? that? do you remember the like peace, love, and crabs T-shirt? I think it was Joe's Crab Shack, right? What if we yeah. just had a shirt that was like a shrimp, an angel, and a clock? And yeah, it's, I like, mean, the, everyone the, knows. The other way we do it is just the black T-shirt with the white words all on the same like 
um, paragraph break that's, you know, and it's like shrimp and heaven and now. Or we could also do keep calm and shrimp heaven now. That one's really good also. <laughs> I think we have a lot of opportunity here for shrimp heaven now. And I think we may have found a trademark that I, I will take from this child. I will We're going to have one that say big dog shrimp heaven now. That one's good. Um, no, no fear shrimp heaven now. Hypercolor um, sort of. Hypercolor shrimp. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. a lizard with sunglasses. <laughs> An old lizard. Um, uh, I I can't believe how good this is. It's it's renewing my entire faith in humanity. Shrimp Heaven now, but Shrimp Heaven now by by itself is very good. I mean, we can all agree that Shrimp Heaven now is, is excellent and beautiful. But the fact that we can't that we can't keep doing it with Dan- <laughs> Daniel is what really brings it over the limit because Daniel. Is that because that could have been a one off? You know, kids say the darndest things is one thing that I have made up. And, uh, 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 you know, you could, he could have just spouted whatever came to his head. No, this is a recurring theme for Daniel is shrimp heaven now. I think that the, we could, there's a lesson in that, though. I obviously mm. love shrimp heaven now. No three words have ever been more perfectly suited for each other. But there's a limit. There's a limit to it before it could be exhausted, as is evidenced by the fact that hey, hey, everybody, shrimp heaven now. It's losing, it's losing something, isn't it? It's I almost feel like let's call the episode. I feel like because we're gonna keep saying shrimp heaven now, and I don't want to rob it of its power. Let's go five or six episodes well, and then really drop a shrimp heaven now in, and then it'll be like a fun, fun callback. To that point, I think we we do need to qualify the t-shirt so in big bold letters shrimp heaven now and then in a smaller subtitle we can't keep doing this that just like acknowledges like we know that this is like this is a brief moment in time of viral t-shirt marketing of shrimp heavy advertising i was thinking it'd be the title of this episode right shrimp heaven now it's a good episode title i don't want please don't tweet at us and each other shrimp heaven now if I, I'm going to do a, a Twitter search tomorrow for Shrimp Heaven now, and any results I get, I'm going to be very disappointed. We got to protect this. We got to protect yes. this. Yes. Well, I'm tired of us burning through things um, uh, 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 so quickly. We have to sort of hoard this Ooh. resource of Shrimp Heaven now being funny. Let's do a slow burn, like I Love Bees kind of slow burn. And like, you can tweet Shrimp Heaven when with a question mark for like the next two months. Right, you can tweet that whenever you want. Or, 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 or. Here's what I want. I want everybody to just tweet either shrimp or heaven or now. Just yes. one word. But not the, the whole thing. And then people can yeah. put it together. And you can make it private. Like, if you want to use shrimpheavennow.com to access our podcast, Jesus you Christ, definitely Justin. can do that. That's an option that's available to you for sure. But, like, you don't need to go run in your mouth about it. But that t-shirt, um, But when that t-shirt does become available and, like... I'm on it. Like, we're doing it. Uh, you can get it at that URL. So if you're listening to this in the past or the future, tra- Travis, which is it? Uh, well, Justin, it's hard for me to say without giving away too much information that could damage the time stream. <laughs> okay, oh, that's, that's a, a really good, good yeah, trademark, good actually. Because there's a fear. I, I, there's a fear in it. I love that. Uh, that's going to do it for us, folks, on My Brother, My Brother, Me. We alluded to this uh, earlier. Well, we didn't allude so much as give you a fucking URL to visit. Uh, <laughs> we said it eight times before. But. Yeah. Uh, our show got sold by CISO. Rest in peace, CISO. Move, uh, uh, shutting down this year, according to reports. We don't have any insider information there. But the point is, our show can now be found at vrv.co forward slash 
M-B-M-B-A-M. Now, here's the cool stuff. Uh, it's Now, make sure you don't go to VRV.com. That's not going to get you anything. But VRV.co slash Mabimbam is going to give you our show for free. There, It's ad-supported, so you can uh, there will be ads, but you can just watch the show. And not just the show. You can watch all the bonus materials. There's one that's like one of my favorite things that we shot where we're all uh, bugging the mayor about candle nights that didn't make Shit, it to the show. A good, yeah. But it's really, it's really, it's, I love uh, that. I want to point out yeah. it's just in uh, America right now. Um, the the, the US. places where it was available in on iTunes, it's still there, um, but it's not on uh, Verve anywhere else. And I hope that that changes. But as we've said so many times before, that is not a decision that, we make at all um, in any but, way, shape, or form. Yeah, but uh, I also want to say to um, uh, this upcoming uh, Joko cruise. Um, my wife and I will be there. Right. We'll be doing some Schmanner stuff and probably you know classes and appearing on other people's things. And there's still a few cabins available. So if you'd like to join us, you can go to jococruise.com and check that out. And I also do want to say, as Griffin mentioned, um, we will be putting out the. Uh, the ultimate, the final episode of the Adventure Zone Balance arc. Adventure Zone will be continuing. Uh, don't get it twisted. This is just the ending of this storyline. Um, if you have never listened before, it's maybe like one of the top five things I'm most proud of in my entire life, especially, um, I would say, due in large part to the work that Griffin does. Um, oh, he's an amazing DM and writer. Um, and so if you've never checked it out, you have four days that you could just like, please don't just listen to the finale. You'll not yeah. enjoy it. I don't think at all. But you start um, at the beginning, listen straight through, um, and it'll be there even if you're not ready by Thursday. But I, that's I, how podcasts work, Travis. Yeah, it's now I'm informing you how on-demand content functions. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album "Putting the Days to Bed." It's a really, really, really good album. As are all the Long Winters albums. You should go listen to all of them. Um, and speaking of going and listening to things, go listen to all the other amazing shows on MaximumFun.org. There's a ton on there that fit a bunch of different genres and styles and tastes and interests. You're going to find something you like, but probably a bunch of stuff you like. So go check it out, MaximumFun.org. Um, here's a final. Send him by the delivery man, Seth Carlson. Thank you. It's Yahoo Answers user Matt asks, and I'm going to read the whole thing because the additional details are fucking great. Will there be a Zootopia 2? In the first film, they only had mammals, not birds, reptiles, or bugs. Not even tapers. I love tapers and would love to see one or two in a sequel. I admire the tapers in the Ice Age films. (laughs) My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. The three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a horde of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventures? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon and say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. 
It is very effective <laughs> against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroids. We host the Adventure Zones, a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs>